The following episode is brought to you by Cineo Lighting, the highest quality LED lighting systems available for motion picture, television, and photography industries. Find out more at CineoLighting.com. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, World Wide Web? This is Brandon. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're drinking bourbon. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Oh, that mm. is some is that smelly, smell good bourbon right from there. From the secret stash mm. here? That is from mm. the Studio B Bourbon Vault. The Bourbon Vault. This is the kind of stuff that we can't even talk about. It's like biometrically locked. It's, and, I yeah. mean, you gotta go is, through security to get in there. It may or may not actually be one bourbon. It could be two or three mixed together. Sometimes, all you have to know is it's delicious. Or it could be a special bourbon that we're just not telling you about. Yeah, we're we're taste testing. Maybe it's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, but I will say we've got some exciting new bourbon partners that are coming up in the in the coming weeks. We do. So. Yeah. I'm excited for that to happen, dude. Ever ever since NAB, it's been on a rock and roll yeah, cart to it's been wherever. A lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, and the the great thing, speaking of NAB, is yeah. that the month of May is brought to you by Cineo Lighting. That is correct. They do all sorts of LED systems. Well, I know. Aren't we? Uh, we're supposed to talk to them <laughs> at some point, right? Actually, right now. Really? Yeah. We oh, can, I can't. We I'm so can excited. call. We can call them up. Please I think, do. I think Trisha is our is our. I've got some questions, man. Call them up. All right, let's check it out. Bart, dial it up. Snowstorm. Hello, are you there? I'm here. Hello. Hey, <laughs> what's up? It was sometimes the call doesn't get through. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a we're using an old we're using an old system. Very. I was waiting for the last boop. I didn't need yeah. that last little well, solidifying. Know. Sometimes you don't need it, you know. <laughs> it's always different. So, yeah. So, who are we talking to? You're with Cineo Lighting, but who who are you? Who is this mysterious woman? Who's mysterious? Uh, well, I'm Trisha. Um, that should just be enough for you, right there. No, I've, I've been with Cineo <laughs> since the beginning. Uh, myself and a few partners kind of launched this whole remote phosphor thing about four years ago, and it's been a really fun ride. Really fun. That- that's awesome. Now, are you? Where are you guys at? Where are you located? I'm in Los Angeles. Um, one of my colleagues is in New York, but our main office is up in Half Moon Bay, which is near San Francisco, next to the ah. Maverick Surf Break. Yeah, nice. love that That's area. That's awesome. I, I might uh, offline. I might have to email you for some recommendations. Me and the wife are going to do the uh, Pacific Coast Highway um, for our 15 year anniversary next year. Oh, lovely! I definitely have. I have some good. Work All right, cool. For you. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll swap. You'll swap notes. You you got to help me be a rock star. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of a sudden, trip. she's, she's going to be that. like, "How did you know about this place?" And I'll be like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm a man of the world." <laughs> <laughs> I know people. Got to get I got a bourbon person. and it came to you. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, so you you start this thing, Cineo Lighting, and you know what? My my buddy Alex here is yeah. super happy that you did. Absolutely. Well, I I first of all got a question that maybe a you know, a few of our listeners are asking, what exactly is remote phosphor? Um, I like to think of it as we kind of took the microwave apart. Like, we took the toaster apart and made a microwave when it comes to LEDs. Hmm. So hmm. we're using the raw components that makes any white light LED, but we've separated them. Um, the phosphor component is what creates white light. 
the semiconductor, the diode, is what creates energy. And usually they're all encapsulated into one little nugget, and you see 100 of them in a square, and you get your panel light. Uh, but we took that phosphor material out of the diode and put it onto a substrate in the front, and we used the LEDs to make that substrate glow. Mm. Um, it has some cool advantages because we can hit color accuracy a lot better. It creates that really soft wrapping feel that everybody kind of likes. Um, feels very natural. Um, and then there's just consistency from fixture to fixture to fixture. So there's a lot of really neat advantages to uh, looking at each of those components individually rather than just encapsulating nice. them every time. So, so you said like a really soft, wrap, wrappy feel. You don't get kind of the multiple sources and shadows you do from the traditional point LEDs? Yeah, exactly. That whole waffle shadow thing that happens is eliminated <laughs> in this. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you talk about that panel, it, it's described for the listeners. Um, it's like a, is it like an inserted? Is it something you insert? Um, talk like about a yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a hard piece of plastic. A lot of times people, they think it's a filter, like a really dense yellow filter. But um, it's the opposite because it's actually creating white light rather than subtracting light, which is what a filter traditionally does is take light away. Um, This actually creates it. But it's, you know, just like a millimeter thick, hard plastic. Um, One side of it has kind of a baked-on material that you really can't scratch off, but it's opaque. Um, You really can't see through it. That's awesome. Nice. Now, do these things get, do they get like super hot? Are they heavy? Are they chunky? Describe it. You know, we're looking online here at a, a couple of the models. Yeah. Let's let's start out with like maybe your all sort of like. The flagship. Yeah, your flagship yeah. model. What's the thing that you guys sell the most of and it's like your workhorse model? That's definitely the HS light. Um, it's uh, really good in studio applications and motion picture applications. We have them from everything from. Good Morning America to Jimmy Kimmel to like this that kind of uh, broadcast hmm. to doing a lot of green screen work a lot of that like Marvel kind of you know major motion picture the Jungle Book's about to come out there was a whole bunch of that on their blue screen but then we're also using it in principal photography like episodics like Blackish things like that hmm. and then even documentary work there's a lot of those that are going in and out on um, those types of those types of pieces. So cool. what's what's the equivalent? And Alex, you might you yeah. might jump in here as well. Yeah. What's the on a light like that? What's the equivalent of like you know a traditional you know light you would rent at a studio? Like a tungsten? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Talk, yeah. talk so, about that. Um, I guess with the HS, if you're if you're a broadcaster, it would be a great replacement for like a two to three k scoop light. You can almost plug and play them into a grid in that way. Um, yeah. It's a little closer to a three point two k soft tungsten output Mm. and then in the motion picture side of things we're often looking at um kind of like kinoflow image 85s or image 87s as replacements when we're doing big spike lights yeah yeah it's definitely got a lot of output now what's that what's something like that what's that go for uh list price is 39.95 okay sweet well is that like one side i mean you guys have various sizes of your units correct yeah, we do. But once you kind of get the technology dialed in, after yeah. that, it's all form factor and power output. Like, what kind of environment are you really in? Mm. So the HS that we were just talking about is our largest, but we also have the Maverick, named after the surf break because that's where <laughs> we're from. Um, and that one is more portable because it can do AC or DC. And it's kind of like a 1K soft light in terms uh. of output. And then we get really tiny with the matchsticks and the matchbox. And these are... Um, just little nuggets that you can 
line teleprompters with, you can use as gaffer kits, you can put on cameras for ENG work. They're very affordable, they're really well-constructed, extruded aluminum, meant to last a lifetime, give you all the same great color quality, but they're more portable. Stick them in your backpack Wow, that's awesome. Did you know you guys are giving away one of those? I did, yeah. That's my favorite game. I love that game. That's pretty awesome. And (laughs) that's that's really awesome. We've got like, there's over, you know, 15 people now, I think, have have entered, and we still got two weeks left. I mean, people are itching to get their hands on that thing. It's such a cool little little light. I could could see it being used for so many great purposes. Car mounts. That's great. Camera yeah. top, all sorts of stuff. Now, what about these big... I have a matchbox on me almost all the time. I even use it when camping. <laughs> That's nice. great. You're, you're like, every now and again, you just need like a well-lit moment, don't you? Yeah. Well, so <laughs> speaking really of do. that, speaking of that, how, how long would one of those get you on like a, you know, 90 watt hour battery or something? Uh, it's pulled six watts. So mm. do the math at that For point. not much, yeah. You're going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can run them pretty much all day with a 90-watt battery. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. We'll go from small to big. What are, what are these XS and space? I mean, these look like giant rigs. Are they just like you know, smaller lights patched together metal. in a grid? It's just bent metal on the HS light. Um, rather than reinventing the wheel and making a whole other bucket of components for everybody, we just took some metal brackets and put them together just so it's a little bit more elegant in terms of mounting. So, gotcha. Yeah. So if you had that... two HS lights, you could use them independently, or you can bolt them together, and then you have a space light. Wow. Wow. Now, was that is that the same as I know at NAB you guys had like a giant light? It was like massive. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Quantum 120. Um, really cool fixture. It was our first stab into using our remote phosphor blends of color onto diodes themselves. So mm. we put it back together. Um, it's a product that we're working with Synalise on. So it's a rental-only fixture uh, because its size and it's um, the, just the amount that it took to put it together. So we partnered up for it. But really cool, really cool. That's awesome. So you guys have gone kind of, uh, you know, all the way for the, the soft source stuff. Do you have any plans for, you know, harder, more Fresnel-like fixtures? Or are you kind of, you know, sticking with the soft, with the wrappy feel? now yeah we we know what we do well we make really good yeah. color quality lights and we make really nice soft sources um you know it's, it's really interesting that the playing field of developing lights right now there's a lot of people in it mm. there's a lot of people <laughs> so you kind of have to know what you do and know what you do well and really just hone that in like anything um yeah so yeah we're high color quality soft lights that's our game no, fair enough that's and cool. that's good to be fantastic at, at something uh what when you talk about high quality color quality what are you what are you looking at as far as like cris and stuff yeah we actually built our entire company based on that premise and that premise first and foremost it wasn't about making something that was really bright or making something that was really sexy looking or even just hitting a certain price point it was about making an led light that's suitable for camera capture um, a lot of the lighting that you like, you buy at Home Depot, it's it's meant more for your eye. And as we all know, our cameras are binary sources, and they are very specific about what they grab. Mm. Uh, so, in particular, we focus on deep reds and getting that um, that really high level, like 685 nanometer type of red into mm. the equation, so that skin tone looks good, so that blush looks right, so that emotions are there. Particularly, it's, it's a beautiful light on faces. Um, so we read really high with CRI. That's one way to look at things, um, particularly if you're looking at the R9 value. Everything that we have is over 95 CRI. 
Uh, there's a lot of different indexes out right now, though. There's still mm-hmm. CQS. There's TLCI. Um, people are really adamant these days about talking about spectrometers. I love that, <laughs> um, where you can actually look at the way that things are built out on that um, that nanometer chart. Really uh-huh. cool. Um, but yeah, we have a very complete spectrum, and so we're reading incredibly high on pretty much any metric you can throw at it. I love that. Nice. I, I'm going to go ahead and say, so far, our our listeners who are real into nerd talk are super excited right now about all these terms, all these terms that are being thrown around. And Alex's Alex's eyes are lit up over here. He's uh, he's he's of the two. No, he's no. the DP. I'm the the director. I mean, yeah, so. we we use similar yeah, stuff. Sorry, sometimes they go too far. No, no, I I, I I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I, it, Alex gives me a hard time as a a lot of times as a we get techie as a director. I'll I'll just throw out words like you know he'll get he'll say like give me a zinger move, or a the, move the jammer <laughs> yeah. bopper and because uh, i figure like <laughs> he knows what i mean and like you know he's gonna like make up some other word code word for the you know the, yeah. the grip and gap so um, that's funny let me ask you this the so the the hs is definitely seems like more of a, a light that a production company would invest in versus like a run and gun filmmaker or somebody who's you know no not a, a really i've point. got a well, I mean, price point, money always, money makes sure. the world go around. So there's <laughs> often times where people want the the HS, but they end up with Mavericks just because they're a little nicer for the um, battery capability and mm. the price point's lower. Yeah, and what, what but does... But I've what is, got a lot of clients that uh, fit that documentary running gun style that have HS. Yeah, what is the price point on the Maverick? Uh, it's about 2100 You can kind of okay. kit it out a little higher or a little lower, but that's a really good middle. Nice. And, and is it... Um, is it uh, like wireless? Like, do you have to have it plugged into the wall? Like, talk about that set setup. Um, the input for the Maverick is a four-pin XLR for DC. Hmm. So you're either using 150 watt power supply out of the wall to convert it into that four-pin, which we supply, um, or you can use a sled for Anton Bauer or a V-Lock that'll convert it into the four-pin. Or if you had a four-pin 12 volt battery belt, you could just go straight into it. Cool. Yeah. So it's if you really need, open. You're tw- if you need beautiful lighting on the cliffs of Dover, you're good. <laughs> you can get yes. it with the Maverick. Okay, cool. And you then could the only- do it. You, I don't know if you really want to hike it up there, but that's up to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, we me, find ways. We find it, ways. Well, let me, let's talk about that as far as easy transport. You guys also have these little matchstick things. What mm. what are those, and how are they different from the matchbox? And where, you know, where would one want to use a matchstick? Um, so the Matchbox can take a lower voltage, so that's a really easy delineation. Like if you're using an NPF battery, you're going to want the Matchbox. The Matchsticks is a 12-volt minimum. We use those a lot more in installations. So our broadcast clients, where there's low-grid studio work, they will love it. Hmm. Um, But the gaffer car kit world is great, too, because Hmm. the form factor of them is they're an inch-by-an-inch-by-an-inch extrusion, and then it's pulled either three, six, or 12 inches long. So you kind of, if you put the dimmer on the end of it, you kind of end up with this lightsaber-like thing. It's yeah, really nice. neat. Yeah. Cool. But, like, you remember the mini flows that Kino Flow used I was going to say, you're kind of competing with that, yeah. Yeah, really similar. Really similar the to that kit. in terms of usage. So it's great for car kits. Um, I use them a lot out and about in the world, too, because they're very ruggedly built. Um, the aluminum is really hard. So they can go into my backpack with a box of rocks if I wanted them to, and they're nice. not going to break. So that's, yeah, that's one really thing nice I wanted to that. 
bring up and ask about was was the durability and the ruggedness. Like, what are these things made out of? And you mentioned aluminum. What about you know all the other? Are they plastic it's, yolks? Are they you know? No, we don't do anything plastic. Um, everything that we make is extruded and double anodized aluminum. So they're they're really tough. Nice. I had a. I had, a, I had a client that was doing some um, B-roll work for one of those, like, America's Got Talent types of shows. And the forklift driver wasn't paying attention and backed up over a stand with an HS light on it. What? Rolled right over that thing. Destroyed the stand. Destroyed the power supply. But the light itself, the, the head that's made of that extruded and anodized aluminum, still worked. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. You said yeah, you want to be rolling on that. Use what, that. What about the panels, <laughs> yeah. though? Do the, are the panels fragile? If you drop them, are they going to shatter? Uh, no. No, I mean, if you if you really mistreat it, like anything, it can break. But they're pretty – I'm not too nice to my gear, and I haven't broken anything yet. Knock on nice. wood. Nice. What do uh, – one thing – I'm curious. I don't know if this really, you know, is an issue. But what about, like, life – uh, you know, the length of life on one of these panels. How long w- until you need to send it back in to be reserviced? You know, all that. Well, you wouldn't reservice a panel because it's um, it's rare, rare earth elements. So you don't really yeah. service that. But uh, because we're taking them off of the semiconductor, that actual heat source, which could cause the half-life to be jeopardized, we're kind of looking at the, like, their full potential. Um, so I'd say that you got about 100,000 hours of color consistency on a panel. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. And can you purchase uh, extra phosphor panels should one get disabled or whatever? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Now, what about, you mentioned filtering earlier. Is, is there, do you guys make anything that you can add to or tweak it to, you know, adjust your color or to get a certain result that you're going for? Or is it just kind of like... Well, that's what's so cool about it. Like, we're dealing with such a complete light spectrum. We're emulating a black body radiator so well. Um, That's like the sun or a tungsten, um, you know, these traditional light sources that we built the entire film. Yeah. Wait, wait, we got to rewind. Rewind real quick. Did you just say black body radiator? I did, yeah. What is that? (laughs) Dude, you just went like Neil deGrasse Tyson on me, like dark matter. (laughs) You've... Dipped into the cosmos. Help me I out. Did. What does that Sorry. mean? A black body um, <laughs> radiator? That sounds like car talk. There's a, there's, <laughs> there's a color chart you can look at, and right in the middle of it, there's a, a black body radiator curve, and that's kind of where we find what daylight is and tungsten is. And if you shift mm-hmm. up on it, you're going to get into the green. You shift low, you're going to go into okay, the magenta. Okay, oh, I'm okay. sorry, that's, that's inversed, my bad. Um, but so the black body radiator is just a perfect example of what white light should be. So tungsten. Okay, when I've just never, up, yeah, I've never heard that radiator. term before. That was that was pretty awesome. Pretty intense. It, is it? Yeah, it's it's perfect essentially. Does it also but, have so like the problem a, with a black body radiator? Is it's so perfect that it keeps going into perfection way out into the heat side of things? That's why tungsten is so hot, and that's why the sun yeah. is so hot. So the challenge when you're making an LED is to get as close to the black body radiator's perfection as you can in the color spectrum, but then stop after that so that you're not wasting all that energy. Mm, this nice. is our challenge. Yeah. It's but you guys difficult. have some nice uh, heat dissipating properties on the back of your units, right, with the extruded aluminum? Yeah, that deals with the semiconductor more than it does with the, um, mm. with the light coming out. But, yeah, everything's passively cooled, so there's no fans or any of that noise, literally that noise that can mess up a shot. Nice. 
Dude, you are like a wealth of information. This is great. I know. I feel like, I, feel like, I, feel like I, I have other questions not related to lights that I feel like you're going to have the answers to. You know what I mean? <laughs> so this thing with make it till you make it. So quark theory. Let's get into that a little. <laughs> String theory. Let's, yeah. There's a couple things I still don't have on. I don't understand. Yeah. Physics like, is really fun. Let's do it. <laughs> two black holes meet. Yeah. Oh, oh man. So, okay. So one of the things we like to ask, and I'm just going to jump ahead a little bit yeah, here. Get it. Is it's kind of a combination of two, but what are you excited about specifically in terms of Cineo, the future of the company? The future of LED lighting? Future of remote phosphor lighting. Sorry. You know, remote phosphor. What, what are you systems. excited about? Well, I'm really excited about the fact that we're taking the initial blend of it um, and, and how we built the products and we're able to bring it back into some more traditional things, giving us a lot more control. Um, I feel like that's the biggest name of the game right now is, okay, so we've got great light. Now how can we manipulate it? Because mm. cool. we're, we're instant gratification kind of a, of a culture these days. We want to tweak <laughs> things. We want to make it all kinds of fancy. Like, you know, start with a great reference point, start with a great baseline, but now how can we get weird? Yeah. So yep. I'm excited about how um, we have an amazing development team back in the office. Our our crew is smart. You think I can throw out some names? You should see what they can do. <laughs> and they're getting really weird in the development land. So are um, they going to are they going to are they going to essentially charge us like an arm and a leg for like a dirty road rag to just cover up the beautiful light? No, Call it like no, the no, sh- no. The Schmutz three thousand. <laughs> the Schmutz. The Schmutz no. three thousand. Throw a little Schmutz on they're that light for me. They're not going to make it a dirty rag, but they're um, they're definitely playing with things that are going to give you a lot more uh, flexibility, oh, or cool. you can use your imagination a little bit more. Okay. So wow, like great. star patterns. <laughs> I can't get too specific. We're not quite there yet, uh, but um, I would no say teasing. in the in the late summer we're going to have some things that'll come out that we can talk about. And, and like I said, the name of the game is control. Yeah. All about control. Ooh. No doubt. She dropped a couple breadcrumbs, listeners. So piece so it, it together. It looks like if you want more control with your lights from yeah. Cineo, that is probably mm-hmm. on its way. Mm. Yeah. Well, a great um, preface to that is the HSX. So it's, it's using the HS form factor with the remote phosphor um, color blends, but we're implying them to... Uh, diodes, so you can actually change from daylight to tungsten via the the onboard control, the knobs, or through DMX. So you don't mm. have to physically change the phosphor. Um, you can actually use uh, control to do that. Awesome! So that's that's amazing. Just, that's just the tip of the iceberg, though. Yeah, nice. But with that, I'm assuming so. You know, with traditional dimmable and tunable LEDs, now only half are <laughs> one color, half are the other color. So it's you know, even though you have a one-by-one one panel, it's half as bright at tungsten as a traditional right. tungsten panel of the same size. Is that true still? Um, oh, well, I mean, yeah, if you were to have all LEDs on versus yeah. all LEDs off, sure. Yeah. Uh, but your power supply might not necessarily be suited to take all LEDs at 100%. So it's just, mm. there's a little backside magic that's always happening. It just depends on the central black node alternator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the black node alternator every time. No, I mean, I don't know. Everybody makes everybody's electronics are different. It's yeah, power in, power out, though. Well, I was just There's curious if there was something that, that we didn't know about yet that was yeah. like, no, one LED could be two colors at the same time. <laughs> it's you know, uh-huh. the oh, future. they can do that. That's true. They can. <laughs> yeah. So here's a question I have. You've referenced a couple times your kit, 
What do you do? Uh, do you do you shoot stuff? Are you a you a gaffer? Are you do you light things? What, what's your do you do things outside I'm of? I'm a hobbyist. You know, okay. I'm a hobbyist. Have, um, I um, I'm more adventure oriented. I'm definitely not studio oriented. So oftentimes I'm hiking around a, a cliff with some friends, doing some crazy things, and it might be a little dim. So mm. I just like to keep a light on me. Nice. That's fun. Cool. Yeah. Are you shooting stills or yeah. video? I prefer to shoot stills. Um, I like to play with infrared photography a lot, oh. uh, but a lot of my friends shoot video, so I just often am doing them favors. Very cool. There. There yeah, it's, take this. It's one of your it's one of your deals. You got it in your kit when you're uh, traveling. When you're around LA, people are like, uh, "Does anyone happen to have an extra matchbox light?" And you're like. Yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. It actually happened with me a couple of weeks ago with a uh, film crew that shoots like freestyle motocross. Yeah. So just like uh, the revolutionary, like the beginning, the people who influenced like Travis Pastrana and like mm. the, the, the badass dirt bikers. Um, they were like, does anybody have a light? I was like, one second. <laughs> Let me go to my That's car. Awesome. <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. We actually, uh, year, a couple of years past, we were shooting a music video and it got a little too dark at, um, du- or was it dusk? Is that when sunsets? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the sun went down. We ended up lighting the scene with a panel of three iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, we never used the best light is the one that you have. Yeah, we never used exactly. the shot, but it worked out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the other question I have for you that we're dying to know, everyone wants to know, yeah. what are you watching right now? What are you into? What, what shows, what movies? And they can be projects that your lights have been used on. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, Guilty Secret, I don't actually watch too, too much. I don't do it. Um, I went on a little bit of a binge on Tyrant, which was, uh, I think, an FX what is Tyrant? Dude, you what just is introduced us to a new thing. Talk about it. Uh, it was okay. It was okay. I just I wasn't feeling so great, and I went to a Hulu account, and I was like, I'll just watch that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that one was interesting. It's about a, a U.S. doctor, essentially, who's got some uh, royal blood, uh, Middle Eastern style, okay. some makeup, huh. has made up uh, country, and ends up getting in there and then getting kind of sucked into the politics and uh, gets dirty really fast, really fast. Wow. And uh, this... so he has like a little bit of like American out of place in like Kazakhstan. Sounds much. great. Okay. This is a current show, yeah. like a, a newer show? Um, I think it was, yeah, it's kind of current. Yeah. Huh. Nice. I have to check that out. All right, cool. Tyrant. Yeah. We, we yeah, I, don't, I don't watch as much TV. Um, I like... I like movies and independent films a lot, though. All right, those, well, let's let's those jump those in there. To pop into what are the last? What's the last couple of films or that were like there's wow? One, love it. There's one I'm super excited to see. Um, I actually met the cinematographer at the ASC Clubhouse about a week ago during their master class. Mm. Um, his name's John Pope, and he totally sold me on this. And it's oh, he's uh, hitting theaters, I think, this week. So um, it's called Almost Holy. Hmm. And it's about a um, a priest who is a little shady in his get it done gorilla way of um, helping hmm. these kids that are stuck in like drug riddled environments and poverty. And he's just got that like get it done no matter what type of mentality. Right. It's a documentary on him um, and, huh, and just cool. how almost holy somebody can really be. 
Wow, and, interesting. Uh, I've seen the trailer of it and listening to him talk about the experience of shooting it. I was like, I got to see this. I know it hit Tribeca and, and was doing pretty well yeah. in some of those lineups. He uh, refers yeah. to himself as Pastor Crocodile. Huh. Yeah. Pastor Crocodile. Yeah. He's known throughout Ukraine for rehabilitating drug-addicted kids. Interesting. That parallels to uh, Hulu's The Path, which oh, which yeah. I'm watching and I love. It's got uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad, and it's that same sort of deal. The, the main character is this sort of cult leader, kind of loosely based on Scientology, and he's kind of – he kind of will yeah. do whatever it takes to get it done. Hmm. Yeah, I saw the, um, the pilot for that. I think it's, what, like maybe eight eight episodes in? Yeah. Here's the uh, thing. Four, it's five, worth like it's it. worth sticking with. The pilot, you know, all pilots are kind of eh for me, but this one after episode 2, I was I was in. I was all in. Yeah. It's fun. Okay. Man. All right. Yeah. Check that out. We'll have to check out these two. Yeah, <laughs> man. So what about uh the other thing is we got to know is working on. What are you working on? What's the what's the thing that's in the hopper right now that people need to know about? Any projects? Are you working? Yeah, are you working with any clients that are you know? Or could be personal te- as well. I can mean, you tease out some cool things that might be happening that you can talk about right now. Uh, well, it feels like we're always working on some big projects, uh, but I can't always talk about all of them because <laughs> they're pre-production of, of bigger things. Mm. Um, yeah, but you can so use code I, words and things like actress with yeah. blonde hair, those sorts of things. There's a lot of projects that involve superheroes. Like it's superhero. No, no, no. So, no, why would you do this? Did you talk to her about this? No, she doesn't know. <laughs> okay, so the ongoing thing with the show is that I am very pro superhero movie. And I and hate Brandon okay. is very anti superhero. They are literally movie. the worst things that ever happened on planet <laughs> Earth. And I think they can be very entertaining if done correctly. <laughs> Wow. So, I think all right. it's just like it comes down to the, the core of why you're going to see a movie. Like yeah. Sometimes you're going to be moved and you're going to be inspired, and sometimes you just want to shove popcorn in your face and turn it off. Yes. Well, so and the I think question. The superhero movies hit the shove popcorn in your face and turn it off. Yeah. Well, the question is are you pro or against? Yeah. Are you, are you for or against? Which team are you on? Captain America or Iron Man? Make <laughs> a decision. I think I would have to be pro. The reason oh, I would say that is because killing me. Well, like I, when I saw the the new Point Break movie, all of my friends were like, "This thing is trash," and I was like, "I don't know. I was entertained. I was entertained." Brandon loves Point <laughs> okay. Break, by the way. Interesting that you brought up Point Break because I will stand firmly that the original Point Break is maybe the greatest cinema t- cinema graphic experience of all time. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Maverick. It's amazing. Uh, the it's acting is, su- is the acting superb. Yeah. Superb. Yep. Superb. Catherine uh, Bigelow, <laughs> unbelievable. She, well, yeah, she directed it. She should have won everything for that. Oh yeah. my yes. god. Hey, speaking of it that, pretty of good. Female directors. You brought up uh, something right before the show started. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, Trisha, did you um, did you hear about Robin Wright? No. She is a boss. So basically, she told the studio that if they didn't pay her equal pay, she was going to go public. With Kevin Spacey. And so she pulled a Claire Underwood, and now guess who gets paid the same amount as Kevin Spacey? Miss Claire. Miss mm-hmm. Claire Underwood. So Fighting hats for equality. off yep. to Claire. I'll tell you what, this might be the year of the ladies because Hillary is pushing. 
Hey, we're not so, going there. We're, all right, we're not going. I'm no. not saying. I'm just. We're not going to get political. This is not about politics. We're not going to get political, but especially since we're drinking. Claire Underwood <laughs> may be foreshadowing real life. We don't know. Ah, we'll see about that. I don't know. I'm all about the lady power, though. All about That's it, right. especially well, in, this, hey, uh, in this industry. There's not enough of us. I am yeah. definitely on team lady. I have a 13 year old daughter, so I'm a, a big fan of seeing the the girls rock. Cool. That's awesome. I love it. So how fu- you've been a, such an awesome guest. We really yeah. were super appreciative that you were able to make some time for us. I have one final question. Oh, it's my though. pleasure. Yeah. Do, do you do you drink bourbon? Do you like bourbon? Oh, that is the most important question. I'm from Texas. Oh. Of course I do. Oh. oh. Is there <laughs> this is always a tough one and you don't have to answer if you don't want, but I'll throw it out anyway. Do you have a favorite? A favorite bourbon? Do you have a go-to? Not just whiskey, but a bourbon. Oh. Um, I would say I like Knob Creek pretty good. Mm, uh, nice. Maker's Mark was always my go-to when I was down in Texas. Yeah. It was like always was like the right price point for flavor. Um, Bullet, I usually make hot toddies Ooh, out of that one. Yep. That one's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. An experienced no, bourbon out there. drinker. All right. You definitely yeah. know your bourbon. You just go this for is like great. The, the granddaddy is probably Woodford. Woodford. There you there. go. Yeah, Woodford's I dig good. that. Zipper. I like that you didn't name a single non-bourbon. You named yeah, you named you knew, all bourbons. You knew yeah. what a bourbon was versus a whiskey. Yeah, I know what a most people would be like. I do. I like Some people don't know. <laughs> I like Jack <that laughs> anyway. Daniels. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great bourbon. That's not, yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Awesome. Yeah, you've been fantastic. Yeah. So thank you again. Thanks so much, and thanks so much to you guys over at Cineo Lighting. You guys have been amazing. What a great partner for the month of May. We're so excited to be able to give away a Matchbox. Uh, light kit mm-hmm. and for the listeners who want to enter it's really simple all you have to do is three things alex what's yes. the first one so you have to mention at cineo lighting absolutely on twitter on twitter is, the tweeter go to twitter mention at cineo lighting mention at fdb podcast yep, that's two and use the hashtag fdb giveaway that's all you got to do if you do that we will put your name in the hat for the drawing mm-hmm. and the next week actually yeah it's the last show and you can win. Matchbox. And your name will get in, and we will announce the winner on Twitter. On Twitter. It all happens on Twitter. That's where the, the traffic yeah. is happening. So so that's where it's going to happen, and we're so excited to, to be able to give that away. Thanks so much to the team at Cineo Lighting. You guys have been so much fun. Tricia, if, uh, if they want to learn more about all of your products, where can they find you guys? Websites are always great. We like those. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> www.cineolighting.com. Um, we're also going to be at the Cine Gear Show. If you guys are in L.A., uh, we're going to be out at Paramount on their back lot in early June. Really awesome event. Check out all kinds of new lighting technologies. Um, but, yeah, there's always us. Very cool. That is awesome. Well, guys, if you're looking for a light, if you're <coughs> on the fence, check out Cineo Lighting. They got some really great stuff. We saw it at NAB. It's, it's made really well. Mm-hmm. It looks great. Um, and, of course, you heard today, the team that, that you're going to buy from is awesome. They're really cool. Um, and that's what we love to do here on the show is expose you guys to technologies and companies and brands that are going to help you make films. That's mm-hmm. what it's about. And we also want to expose you to some good bourbons along the way. So um, thanks so much. You are you are great. And we wish you nothing but the best um, in your endeavors and travels and adventures. Thanks. I appreciate it. Mm. Awesome. Well, as we say on FDB Podcast, cheers. 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 (laughs) All right. See you later. Bye.
Very cool. Unbelievable. What a great guest. Yeah. I mean, she knew more about lighting than anyone on planet Earth. Oh, my God. So the technical specifications. What crazy. was the thing she said? The black hole? The black body radiator. The, <laughs> the black- Obviously. The black body radiator. No doubt, man. What was that? Like Is you that said, a thing? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Wow. Boom. Wow. What a great time. So Anyway. How you doing, man? You doing all right? I'm doing great. I'm excited to give away that uh, that matchbox. Heck yeah, dude! That's that's I kind of want it. I know, man. Honestly, no. We I, I maybe their stuff a bunch. And I love accidentally it. send us one. Send us like <laughs> send us five more. Yeah. Uh, no, their stuff's really cool. When that they they came out, you know, a few years back, and uh, actually went over to Midwest Grip, our our local rental house here, and got to check it out and play with it and. They're fantastic. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, you know, we've got some great partners that are coming up. Um, we actually Ooh, have- a whole list. We actually have, if you're listening right now, we have a monthly partner from here until the end of the year. Into next year. And I will guarantee you- Oh, they're great. Everything we're giving away is unbelievable. Everything we're giving away, I want. This is not, <laughs> we're not talking about toys. We're talking about tools to help you- Make oh, your films. We are helping you step to the next level. So yeah. just totally excited. I mean, we're talking stuff from. I, I'm just going to throw out generalities here. No, let's just. But throw, sliders. Oh. To tripods, tripods to bags, bags to lights to editing cases. to programs to unbelievable subscriptions. You name it, it's coming up. We basically yeah have something that will help you in any area of your yeah. filmmaking career. I'm just excited. But it's, you know, it's not, you know, we've had, here, I'll just, I'll be candid here. We've had some pushback. There was some pushback initially with, uh, this is getting a little commercial and this is getting a little, okay, it's fine. We heard you. This is only once a month. We have a monthly partner. It's not every week. Yeah. But here's the thing. Commercial schmercial. We're we're empowering the film community by giving them yeah. great content. You want free stuff? Here. You think she was <laughs> you think she was just on here today selling? No, she she freaking talked about the black ball radiator. She <laughs> black ball radiator. She believes in her product, which is really well, cool. Well, no, that yeah. but she had some great insight into how it works. Yeah, you can learn the science use behind it. it. Where, I mean, yeah. This is quality content. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We love your guys feedback. Always, we welcome it on Twitter, Instagram, and at fdbpodcast.com, and the reviews that you leave on iTunes. iTunes. And we listen. We listen to you guys. So feel free. If you want to ridicule us, that's totally cool. We welcome you. We'll listen to it. Because we love you. We may completely disregard it, but we'll listen to it. But at the end of the day, we've always set out to create a community where we can hang, have a fireside bourbon chat, Mm. talk shop, learn from one another, and have a good time. And that's what we're doing Speaking so of community, absolutely, people, you need to get in on the Slack action. Yeah, and it's growing. Every day I get a request. People are hopping on to yeah. the FDB Slack community. It's a community for filmmakers. We've been talking about it. You just go to the website. It's on the right-hand side. FDBpodcast.com. We'll invite you, and you can talk about your reel, about your yeah. projects, And here's whatever. the thing. It's invite only. So we don't have spammers. We nope. don't have people that aren't real filmmakers. These we are vet you. real yeah. people doing real things. We invite you in and we've got spaces for cinematography. We've uh-huh. got spaces for people to talk about editing. Uh, the green room, you can talk about anything. Yeah. And the FTV podcast room, you can talk about the show. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I, I've, been a little, I've been a little slow on it because we got, we got a big project coming up. 
Well, but, here's the thing. Yeah. We're in beta mode. This thing will only be successful if you, the listeners, hop on and start having conversations. So we're Absolutely. not going to give up on it. We're going to test it, see see where it goes. Yeah. We're going to ride it out to the end of the year, and there will either be a community or there won't. Well, it's going to start running itself eventually. You know. Yeah. Well, we got a we got a, a big shout out to uh, nice our moderator. Host. Moderator. Yeah, and he's he's killing it. Yeah, doing a really good job. But it, no, it's really cool. I'm excited about that. Um, but speaking about that project, man, I'll tell you, I, I've been preoccupied and I've been working yeah. with our producer, with you, with our grip and electric team, our camera team, and our rental houses. To get it done. To get it done. What, By the way, I'm I'm texting Nate Rogers right now, who's our moderator on Slack, to tell him we're talking about you on air. Are you going to text him on Slack? Yes. Send him a Slack message? I'm saying we're talking about you now. Tune in Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear now because we're not live. We're anyway, live to tape. But. Um, so, yeah, uh, join Slack. Yeah. Super awesome. Anyway, what and were you saying? I was talking about the project we got coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. We got a killer project. We got a big project coming up that a lot been of fun. very, everyone's been preoccupied we're with. We're shooting a commercial for a university. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is. And you called me last night, like at one in the morning. Worried. I was worried. And you were up against the clock. I was. And your main concern was, what am I going to do about the lenses? About the lenses. I was worried about the lenses, Brandon. So what, let's let's get the listeners up to speed. Sure. What is the choice you had to, what were you, what, what was so difficult for you to wade through the waters? I was torn, Brandon. I was torn artistically <laughs> and um, responsibly <laughs> torn between Cook S4 spherical lenses, which are fantastic Lenses. Great lenses. And, which we used on Kill Game, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, the brand new Cook anamorphic lenses. Ah. Which are kind of the cream of the crop, you know, primo, primo. Okay. So for those that maybe are only used to shooting on a 7D, what's yes. the difference between this, the, the spherical and the anamorphics? So say you're, here's just a, a easy way to, to do it. So a two times anamorphic lens, you get... The width, say you're shooting on a, a 25 millimeter anamorphic, or I'm sorry, 25 millimeter spherical lens. Pause real quick. Yes. Just to let everybody know, we are going to shoot this on either the Red Weapon or the Arri Alexa Mini. The Arri Alexa Mini. For a frame of reference. This is not throwing on these lenses. No, onto... no, 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 no. Onto a DSLR. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, yeah. Continue. You'd have to have a crazy adapter to do that. Anyway, so if you're shooting on a 25 millimeter spherical lens, you get a certain field of view, right? Yeah. What you see is a, a very specific thing. If you throw on a 50 millimeter anamorphic lens, you get the same fil- field of view width, width-wise right. as that 25 millimeter, the height of a 50 millimeter, okay. and the same depth of field as a 50 millimeter. A lot of people know what a 50 millimeter feels sure. like, looks like. Yeah. You can really isolate the focus and everything. Wow. So it's it's kind of a, a mishmash and a monster because of that squeeze factor. So Alex calls me last night and he's like, "Hey, I need to talk to you." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> like it's like one in the morning, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Ah, I'm torn." I'm like, mm. "What's going on?" I'm thinking it's like a personal issue, like no. you know, because me and Alex, as you guys know, we're like best friends. We're we close. We started this podcast out of our friendship, so I'm like worried for my brother, you know. <laughs> and he's like. Tell you what, man, it's between these two lenses. 
And I'm sure so, you were just like, what the, why? So we why are you up, saying this? So we jumped right in and he pulled up some, you know, because here's the thing, guys. I'm I'm a director, but look, let's be honest. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not Scorsese. I don't, you know, shoot on anamorphics every day. I don't shoot on cooks every day. I shoot on, you know, Canon C100 Mark II with Canon glass. I mean, that's what gets it done in corporate video world and brand documentary world. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I'm not afraid to admit where I'm, I'm ignorant. And so I said, hey, shoot me a couple tests. And he sent over some stuff and we talked about it. And so really, you know, tell them what you told me. Like, what's the main difference? You know, what is? why do you feel like, man, we should go with these anamorphics, but man, I'm torn because of the price? Well, I think we should put some things into context first. So we are shooting this thing um, at a... 239, 235, 240, whatever you want to call it, widescreen aspect ratio. Very cinematic. Very cinematic. So, you know, you're going to have, when it's viewed on a 16.9 monitor, you're going to have the black bars top and bottom because of the widescreen nature of it. And for context, this commercial opens up with a shot of a young lady looking through a telescope into the cosmos. Uh And the copy reads, for every hero, there's an origin story. So it's a very dramatic spot, a very sort of epic Cinematic, spot. Yeah. Okay, continue. And so anyway, we're shooting in widescreen. It's going to be widescreen. That's the aspect ratio we want. So in order to do that with traditional spherical lenses, you have to crop the top and the bottom off. You lose resolution. You 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 know just you lose some stuff, and it's kind of interesting in the post production realm. With anamorphic lenses, what comes out of the camera is that aspect ratio. It's all there. It's all there. You don't have to crop anything. On the Alexa, you, you crop off a little bit off the sides because it comes out a little wider. Um, but that's what we want. So I, I was torn between getting the characteristics of an anamorphic lens, which for those of you who don't know, the, the out-of-focus elements are very stretchy and very unique. Oblong. Oblong because of the two-time squeeze. The, the focus is very dramatic when you rack between something at four feet and something at 10 feet. Yeah, almost to the, uh, you know, we one of our references for the spot was the Nissan Titan commercial. Yeah. Um, and there's almost moments where you think they have a tilt shift. It's very- like there's some yeah. pretty, you know what I mean? Dramatic focus shifts. Wait, who actually, what's funny, oddly enough, the magic of social media, I just befriended that cinematographer on Facebook. Nice. So- um, high fives to that guy. Exactly. So, um, anyway, that was our reference. Very cinematic, very movie-ish. But the spherical spot. lenses look great. They do, but and they have a very nice sort of you know uh, centric, very, centric quality. It's very to them. clean. Yeah. All of the sort of the 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 lights in the background have you know nice very circles circle, and yeah. very you know congruent. Mm-hmm. Is that is that I, right? I don't know. Congruent. You're throwing out words now. Like no congruent black hole body no, radiator. No congruent <laughs> is great. That's a great word. Conjoined. No. Anyway. Constituent. No. Oh. Congruent. Congromulus. I think I just made that one up. Congruent. Uh, Anyway, so with anamorphic lenses, you get very unique optical qualities. Congruent. In agreement or harmony. So the the flares are in harmony. (laughs) Identical in form, (laughs) coinciding exactly with superimposed. Like it's it's there, man. It's congruent. Congruent with something else. With the earth, man. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. All right, we're getting a little tipsy now. Anyway, so you get, with anamorphic lenses, you get very unique qualities, but here's where it, what it came down to was price. The lenses are very expensive. Sure. So my issue, you know, based on the pushback from our friendly, cinem- friendly producer, Sarah, 
<laughs> who was only executing the wishes of her client, Brandon, who Brandon runs Leap Frames, the yep. production company. Yes. But at the end of the day, I appreciate that because you, res- yeah. you are respecting the artistic vision I yes. wanted to achieve. Yes. But also- Taking into account the budget. My profitability. Yes. And I didn't want to bankrupt you. Gotcha. Yeah. And so you called me and we had this great talk. Yeah. And what did I say? Tell the listeners, what did I say? Am I a, I'm not a dictator. What did I say? You said, if it falls within X margin and you think it'll give just the hair's difference of artistic quality and set it apart, go for it. See, I'm an empowerer. <laughs> I, I like to empower my teams. That's, yeah. that's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that as my one talking point for the day. Good. If you're out there, if you're a director, if you're a producer, <clears throat> you're building a team to bring together a great project, okay? The way you get a great project is not by penny-pinching and not by pulling the strings of those who work with you, but it's by trusting them and empowering them. So for me, at the end of the day, there's, you know, as far as business, there's a certain margin of money where it's just not an issue. It's worth it. So if it falls within that margin, spend the extra money, swing for the fences, get the great shot, get the toys you want to use to really bring forth the vision to life. There's another margin where it's just so expensive that mm. the payoff doesn't really justify the means. So mm-hmm. you always are juggling that as a business owner and running a production company. But I will say at the end of the day, um, you want to rely on your team, rely on your people to make great decisions and do their thing. And that's the only way you're going to get great projects. And I can say on this specific project, I know it's going to turn out great because we've got so many great people on this team. We do. We have a fantastic team. I'm there really you go. excited. That was my soapbox for the day. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Thanks for your empowerationness. Your black body radiating. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be show. good. Either way. So it all comes down to now we're shooting on the mini with the anamorphics, and I think everyone's going to be happy. Yeah. And the reason yeah. is because we've got great friends here in Cincinnati <laughs> at both Midwest and uh, the camera department, Grip Rental, and the The Camera Department. You can go to thecameradepartment.com, right? Yep, and MidwestGrip.com. Yeah. And these guys are huge in Cincinnati, and they are always super helpful. But again, like you, they're empowering local filmmakers to really sure. make the best product possible because yeah. that only helps the city in general. Yeah. Because yeah. they're also renting gear out to all the Hollywood directors that are shooting films all the in movies. Cincinnati. Yeah. So whether it's Miles Davis or Carol, a lot of the equipment's coming from... From Camera Department yeah. and Midwest. So yeah, they're the two big ones. So anyway, all that to say, big show today, a lot going on, Whew, a lot Cineo. of terms. Yeah. We got down and we got nasty on the LED. We did. It got dirty. The remote phosphor. Yeah. That was so, awesome. It's a it's a cool technology. You guys should check it out. Go to CineoLighting.com. Uh, enter to win the giveaway, dude. Yeah, enter to win. It's real simple. Holler at us on Twitter, mm-hmm. at Cineo Lighting, at FTB Podcast, hashtag FTB Giveaway. Yep. Giving it away next Did I week. just say BB? FTBB? FTBB. <laughs> All right, guys. The bourbon is <laughs> flowing, and it's time for us to be going. Going. So, All cheers. Right. Cheers, buddy. To a great episode. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.